welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, we have a lot to cover today. Playoffs continue to roll on. On Thursday, there was only one game because the Yankees and Guardians was postponed due to weather. So, the Yankees and Guardians will play early on Friday before the National League matchups continue between the Phillies and Braves and then Padres and Dodgers. Let's let's do a little recap of what's, what's went on over the past couple of days. So, the Padres won game two of the NLDS by a score of 5-3, and they tied the NLDS 1-1 as it heads back to San Diego. Clayton Kershaw was on the mound, struggled a little bit, gave up a home run to Manny Machado. You know, Machado was was great all game long, had a couple, you know, big hits, including a home run, and he ended up having ended up having two RBIs. So he went two for five with a home run and two RBIs. Jerkson Profar was two for three with an RBI. And the series is tied 1-1. So the Padres get that split on the road. They go back to San Diego and will try to win both home games. Obviously, that would, you know, put them, put them ahead. That would win them the series. But obviously, like I always say, it's one game at a time. But I think game three is a very pivotal game with the Padres at home. They want to win this game. They're, they're going to want to win this game. They don't want to have to go back to LA. In game three, you're going to see you're going to see Blake Snell taking on Tony Gonsolin. I think Blake Snell is very hittable, and the Dodgers definitely could jump over him. But if you get a good start from Blake Snell, then Padres will, will be good because the Padres can hit anyone. And Tony Gonsolin is really good, but I definitely think the odds are in LA's favor right now. The pitching matchup is in their favor, and um, San Diego is going to have to overcome that. They're going to, if San Diego is to win on Friday, they need a gem from Blake Snell. And I don't know the likelihood of getting that, quite frankly. But we'll see. Stranger things have happened. And the Braves beat the Phillies in Game 2 to tie the series up. So Braves won by a score of 3 nothing, And the series is now 1-1. Kyle Wright threw six shutout innings for Atlanta. And then the... American League Division Series matchup in Houston. Game two, it was a win for the Astros, four to two. So the Mariners were up again. They were up by a score of two one going into the sixth inning, or at least in the bottom of the sixth. And then Jordan Alvarez hit a go ahead two run homer again. Again. So that's two straight games where he has the decisive blast in the game. And then he eventually he eventually got intentionally walked with a runner on first in the eighth inning. But Jordan Alvarez has put the Astros on his back and given them a commanding 2-0 lead as this series heads to Seattle. He is he's special. He's special. He's the only player in postseason history with multiple go-ahead homers in the sixth inning or later with his team trailing. Of course, that's a very specific stat, but you know that's that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. So. Framber Valdez was on the mound for the Astros, and he looked pretty sharp. He looked pretty sharp. Kyle Tucker hit a solo home run for Houston, get them on the board in the bottom of the second. No, nothing new. Nothing new. This is what the Astros do. They are the best team in the American League by my estimation. In other news, speaking of Astros, a former Astro was in the news on Thursday. Carlos Correa is heading back to the free agent market because he's opted out of his contract with the Twins. So he opted out. He's going to be a free agent again. Prior to this season, he signed a three-year, $105.3 million contract with an opt-out after each of the first two years. 
And he already gave strong indication at the regular end of the regular season. That's the thing I like about Carlos Correa. He's very frank with the media. He doesn't sugarcoat anything. He, he tells you what he's going to do. I mean, last year when he was with the Astros, he basically said, yeah, he's going to test free agency. And he did so. This year, he, he said that. And he, he's very frank. He doesn't mess around. He's honest that he's looking for his money. He wants to get paid what he's worth. And of course, who can blame the guy? He's, he's going to be worth a lot on the open market at 28. I mean, he said it himself. He said, with the year that I've had, my health and my being at the best moment of my career at 28, that's the right decision. He says, I love this team. I love this organization. But at the same time, I want to make sure that my son and my family are taken care of. And of course, who could blame this guy? So he just wrapped up his age 27 season, hitting 291 with 22 homers and 24 doubles. His average on base percentage was his best since 2018, 2017, actually. And he played 136 games, so he was healthy. That's the most, the second most he's played since 2017. A 140 weighted runs created plus. That's the highest among all qualified MLB shortstops. And by far the highest in a season by any shortstop in Twins history. So that's a 4.4 Fangraphs war, 5.4 baseball reference war. And these are the best war measures by any qualified Twins player. His defense took a step back, according to outs above average. You know, this is his worst defensive year with a minus 3 OAA. That's the worst since 2017. That's a significant decline compared to his recent seasons. But you know what you're getting with this guy. And he's entering a good shortstop class, obviously. You know, you have Xander Bogarts, you know, Trey Turner. These other guys who are going to be free agents. So it's a great time to be a, a shortstop free agent because there's competition. And of course, competition raises the price. And that's what, that's what Carlos Correa is looking for. So that's some early hot stove news, obviously, as we're still in the middle of the playoffs. But he's looking for a long-term deal. How much is he going to get? I mean, see, last year he was looking for big money. He was looking for $330 million plus. You know, because we know the, the kind of money he turned down from the... Tigers. The Tigers reportedly offered him, I believe it was 10 years, 275. He was looking for something you know, north of 300. He's looking for something in the in the Lindor ballpark. I don't know if he's going to get that, but you no, know, that AAV is going to have to be lofty. It's going to have to be lofty. Um, 30 million a year plus. I think that's what what you're looking for. Something in that neighborhood. So. Those are the updates for right now. That's going to do for today. Three games happening on Friday. Three playoff games. So what more could you want? If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.